Welcome to the Kev and Pico Show. As always, let us introduce ourselves. No way, I'm Kev. Which means I am, of course, Pico. So, episode 8, Kev, before I say anything whatsoever, your birthday was during the week. Happy birthday, and how did the day go? It was, I was pissed as a fart, I was out in the pub. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, we actually had a parade, we had a parade around the house. The whole way around the house, we were on, we were on bikes, we were on tractor lawnmowers, we were on go-karts, uh, you name it, we did it. That was, that was the height of it, and I had a lovely cake, and that was, that was pretty much my birthday. Happy day, I look at here, and that birthdays are going at the minute, so it is. but you're there with the family. That's the main how was, thing. So, how was your week? Well, you know what, Kev? My week was absolutely fine. But I'll tell you what this week did. This week brought back memories, Kev. Memories of, of better oh. times, right? Because myself, yourself, and one of the lads, Kyle, we used to, for four days every year, in fucking March, we did the same thing every year, Kev. We would take four days off work. We would... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put it like a wee story, Kev. We'd head for breakfast about half ten in the morning, and Johnny Mason's. You know what I mean? We would have been up watching the morning line, getting some ideas for some horses. First pint probably around about eleven or half eleven. First race then half past one. You hear the roar at Cheltenham, so you do. Yeah, Kev. This week brought back memories of far better times, man. The town. I walked through the town today. And Jesus, you went back a year or two ago when Chatham was on and every pub was fucking, you could hear the roars. Ah, sad times, hey. But look, you we hear, all come You could hear through. me sitting with the losers coming over the line. That was the thing I ever came um, across. Look, at 500, 400 horses running, but 28 races. So, you know what I mean? There's 28 horses I'm not backing this week. Um, so it is. But no, it wasn't the, wasn't the most successful week as of yet. Um, I'm barely above water at the minute. But anybody listening to the show who likes backing an old horse or two, I hope you did really well at Chatham so far. Um, I know there was a fellow over in England, 500 grand, Kev, and he cashed out. For two hundred and seventy-five, and luckily because the favourite fell. Uh, oh yeah! But somebody said to me, "Could you imagine losing all that money?" I was like, "I'm sure the bet was only a fiver, so all you would have lost was a fiver." I know, but pickle, don't you know what it's like to lose a bet? I was a, the, the, the one that let me down. One team let me down. The soccer bet. One horse let me down. Oh, yeah, every but time. No, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. But I well, I remember that, that those days. Pickle was the cocktail sausages about. Half five after the last race, me and half cut, and um, me half bananas as it was. Yeah. More more salt added in, and then more points needed. So I'll be going home on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday, bananas. Oh yeah, and Wednesday, the Kev, your birthday would normally every, nearly every year because sometimes it might fall the week before yeah. Paddy's. Your birthday would normally be in the middle of it, which that night never ended early. So it but did. no, because I usually end up fucking working it. So I'd be going to work harvest. <laughs> yeah, and then... shift. Ah, look, good times though, Kev. But we always hit the Morgan. We used to always hit the Morgan and Coke. Like oh, the last race, it'd be like, right, enough of the pints for the last six hours. Let's drink the old Morgans now. But sure. I mean, you don't drink that slowly, Kev. That's for damn sure. But no, that was all. I was walking about town today, and obviously today we're recording this on Thursday. Walking around town today, and it was just, it was so different to think how the atmosphere could have been around the town. But look, it's not easy for anyone, the pubs or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, so, um, but yeah, look, it was, it brought back some memories of, 
Definitely far better time, buddy. Um, but look, that's all. That the week was grand. Next Nothing year, happened. next year we'll be back. Be fucking better. Be back to normal. Jesus. <laughs> Hell for leather, I think, Kev. Hell for leather. Back getting them 20 euro buckets with six bottles of Corona in or something what like that. Does, Not, what, what does that saying mean, Pickle? Hell for leather. What does it actually mean? Hell for leather. It means to go at it full pelt. Go hell for leather. But what does that? But why hell for leather? Why is. There has to be well, a reason. I, saying, I, I don't know. I'm imagining maybe leather burns really quickly and things in hell burn. So I don't think, I don't think leather burns, Pickle. I don't know, Kev. I like you're the research man. You know what I mean? During the episode, you I, I am gonna find out what does hell for letter mean for next week. <laughs> Lovely. I love it, I love it. But look, before we do anything, Kev, it's that time of the week. No, before we do anything, uh, we have to mention Manscaped pickle. Manscaped, <laughs> we are slowly we are slowly reaching the ten thousand. Not really. I think we've got a couple of hundred. Guys. I really want to get to ten thousand. <laughs> I want to shave my balls with a man's with a manscaped piece of equipment. Life. I need to get to ten thousand. I already advise everybody. I will shave every part of my hair, every part of my body. If we get to ten thousand listeners or ten thousand likes on Facebook, I will literally shave yes. every part of my body. And remember, so get going. It's ten thousand across them all. So, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it on Insta if you're on Insta. Like it on Facebook. Like it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Do whatever you need to do. Like, you know what I mean? Once you get Kev up to ten thousand, then let the ball shave and commence. You know what I mean? Like, and I said, what did I say? Pickle? I would do it for charity. I'll do it for was a prostate cancer. Prost- yeah, yeah. We said so. We could do something along those lines. So, so yeah. So maybe he wants to see that for charity. Then look, sure, you can't ask so much of a better reason than doing something like that than to give some money back to charity, of course. So it is. Um, but yeah, and Kev, I suppose my thing that I wanted an update every week on, which of course was foot, which we talked about last week, uh, yeah. which was obviously find our old hot teacher. Uh, this week led to absolutely no leads whatsoever, apart from the lads from school just texting me saying, "Oh yeah, wasn't she hot." That's not helpful, lads. Okay, we're trying to find this girl, not talk about what she was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. We need people who actually can get in contact with that teacher. Miss Keane from the tech, science teacher, got Kevin excited under the table when she talked about sex and stuff like that. Spread the word, share the show. Get Mrs. Keane on the show. Miss exactly. Keane on the show. Foot. That's what it is. F-O-O-H-T. Foot. Find our old hot teacher. Uh, right, Kev, would you rather time? And I am asking you this week. Now. Okay. Right. There's last week. Now, you, hang on a second. For okay. the last couple of weeks, Pickle, you have gone dot, smut, tilt. So be careful now. I will, and I I dragged obviously people into it as well, um, that didn't need yeah, to be. Yeah, and your parents and a porno and just like stuff that shouldn't be put together like at all. Okay, like it's as simple as that, Kev. Like I just have, I have a weird way of looking at things. But listen, you made me try and use my mind last week with sandpaper as wall as wallpaper as toilet paper or <laughs> vinegar. In my eyes as eye drops. That's right. So yeah. I'm going to ask you something random. Okay. Okay. And again, this is to, I think, get you to use your your mind, maybe. Might not be at all. So, Kev, would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons? What sense in God's name do you 
Where, 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 where does this stuff go in your head? I one, don't know. Two, one nipple or two belly buttons. Yeah. Probably two belly buttons. Why? Like, because one nipple, you're going to look off centre, right? So one nipple, you're going to look off centre. And what are those like, in the middle? Because where, where did your nipple go? Where did that nipple go? Right? But everybody has two nipples, and your, your nipple's on the left, your nipple's on the right. If your belly button, okay, and nobody realizes, nobody really looks at belly buttons apart from the pierced or picker one. We love piercing. Yes. It's like if the, if the belly button was, one belly button was underneath the left nipple, and one belly button was underneath the right nipple. Like, it looks symmetrical. You kind of look like maybe like a, I don't know what, a cow or something like that, but you know what I mean? It looks symmetrical. You wouldn't be so bad. Like, well, but if I... you only had one nipple, you, you might tip over, you know? So you're going with the two belly buttons. The two belly buttons instead of the one nipple. I'll have right. two nipples, two belly buttons, the whole lot. Yeah. Well, I have a weird question for you then, right? If you go and get your tits done, right? So say you go to... A, a breast augmentation pickle, is that what you mean? If that's what you want to call it, I'll stick with a tit job, okay? So if you okay. go and get that done, right? I was told yeah. that they remove your nipples, okay? And then put I them back so. on. Yeah. So here's a mm-hmm. different... This, this isn't a would you rather question. This is just a question about life and nipples. What would you know or would you notice if they put the left on the right and the right on the left? <laughs> so if they, if they mixed it up, like yeah, instead of putting an L and a, if, a right? Yes. If you didn't have piercings, obviously, because therefore you would know the difference. So just a normal, yeah. non-pierced nipple person. Nipples. Right? If you, or if they, sorry... Put, so say you went to like, everybody seems to go to Turkey now for hair and teeth and tits, I think. I don't know. I think that, right? So what if they did? Would you come home and look down and go, something doesn't look right. That's not, I think that's meant to be the other side. Like, think about it. More or less, like if you put the shoes in the wrong feet. Pedal, exactly. Would it look like that? You probably would. But, yeah, you probably would. But another way you put your foot, you might put your shoes in the wrong feet and you'd be, Jesus Christ, that's a bit sore. Yeah. You wouldn't know. You could be flicking the nipple and you could be, well, but, Jesus Christ, that's the wrong nipple. Well, here's another question then. Does your right one, like, point right? Does your left one kind of point slightly left? Is that how you know the difference? I'm just, hold on a second. Like, there has to be some way of knowing. Like, they're not indicators. They don't light up, like. Well, well they're not. The two of them are different, like. You don't be looking at your nipples as if you're looking at your... I don't know what you'd be looking at. Ah. Your left eye and your right eye. Yeah. So, you, so you don't think it would be noticeable if you came I back doubt it would be. and they had swapped nipples? If they made a mistake... No, I don't think it would. No. Hmm. I like the way they would... You know, that's about getting a breast augmentation. I yeah. don't think I need a breast augmentation, but quite big as it is. Yeah. <laughs> a reduction, <laughs> Kev. Um, but no, that, I just wasn't sure. I, I like the way the would you rather turn into uh, more educational um, stuff asking about would you know the but difference. Don't be using the word tick jobs. It's a breast augmentation. Bo- breast augmentation. Use the medical term. Okay, boob job. Okay. Is that better? So a boob, a booby job. Apologies for anybody out there. No, just boob, just boob. Oh, bo- well, there's two of them, so a boobies job. No, a boob job. A boobies is something a fucking four-year-old child will call them. A boob job. Okay, a boob. Well, apologies for anybody who doesn't like the word tits, but that's what they are. Um, and any four-year-old same boob. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but no, they're cool. That's all right, they have. So anyway, back to you. So we're going with the two belly buttons. So at least you can scratch two of them at the same time, which think, and we're gonna have. You wouldn't notice the nipples if they swapped them after a no. breast augmentation surgery. 
Exactly. Wow. Cool. See, Kev, you said it before. This podcast is nothing if it is not informative and educational to the people who need to know. Exactly, Pickle. Exactly. Right, Kev, this week. <laughs> um, so this week we said we'd focus on school days. So obviously secondary school days, okay? But where in the name of God will we start? I think I said probably we'll always start with the first bush the first bush. <laughs> we, we talked about that last week. The first, <laughs> the first bus ride into secondary school. How about that? That sounds good to me. I'll tell you what, though, before we talk about secondary school, can I ask you something about primary school? Yeah. Just one question. Do you remember you used to get your balls grabbed? <laughs> I remember that, hey. That was a, what was a, what was a weird time back then, hey. You wouldn't do that in the noughties, hey. You did that in the 90s, though. But... I have, then again, I have a tendency of grabbing people I did not serve now and again, but... Uh... And, yeah, but like when you were like nine or something, like that. that was a weird <laughs> way of living, hey. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do remember it, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh. I, 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 I might have, yeah, a recollection might come back there, yeah. Remember that as well. With <laughs> right, Scroogey, let's talk about that bus ride, okay? Kev, bus ride into school, what do you remember from it? Do you remember your, I don't I know, I won't say I remember my first day uh, on the bus, but what do you remember, like, from the first time getting on to, like, the Big old bus. I remember, see, we had to get, I had to go to Watershine Cross, which was, as, it's actually one kilometer from my house to uh, the crossroads where it picked me up. But the amount yeah. of times, for whatever reason, our bus was always a shit bus, Pickle, if you remember. Oh, it was always a time. We got the stinking bus. We got this bus. Every now and again, the bus would break down. A lot of times, the bus would break down. But the, rec- the, the main thing I would have known about the bus, Pickle, was, I'll be honest with you, your dad used to come down the road on the bike, past past Waterstown Cross, and he'd wave it. Well, well, lads, well, girls, yeah, the bus is up there. It's on the way. And every yeah. now and again, he'd be passing and say, "No sign of the bus there." So we knew <laughs> that was our no. That was how we knew the bus was on its way. If your father would say the bus is coming, so but we could be we could be waiting now like a good half hour, a good forty five minutes. This is seven o'clock in the morning. Like we'd have to be up early to get the bus. These townies, when they were in, in secondary school pickle, they'd wake up at half eight and they'd be in school at at school at nine o'clock. We were awake at about seven o'clock to get the bus at half seven. Uh, yeah, but Kev, come on, the townies, they might be up at half eight, but they weren't still in school, probably half ten or eleven, like so they weren't like um, you know what I mean? We all thought it was important to get to school on time, didn't we? That was like you're from the countryside, we gotta get to school. Bang on no, time. You, let's be honest, we got the bus on time. That was with the height of it. Uh, was, yeah, we got into the dock on time. Um, <laughs> so we did the school part then. Well, I always remember, Kev, um, obviously I was the first, uh, the first collection pickup. point. Yeah, the first pickup. I'd say the Kluski's pub there across from my own house yeah. at Dovey's Cross. So uh, I'd get on the bus and obviously there was like Janice, Niall, uh, Bud, you know what I mean? Although Brendan used to get lifted in, I think. Uh, a lot of the mornings with his mom, obviously, he was yeah. teaching. Um, in the school or in in one of the schools, um, but yeah, I always remember at the start I used to Niall used to let me sit in the back seat. Uh, at even the, start. the first year, even the first year, no, but it was for about four minutes, like you know what I mean, because okay. you get to the head of the road and then like you have Paul Mullen getting on, then you down a hill and then Jerry would be getting on, and you know what I mean. So like that stage it was like get the fuck out of the seat now. Uh, the big boys are here, like it'd be okay, no bother. And then, um, you the two cabinets getting on. 
yeah, like you know, I mean, it was yeah. like kind of case of right, let's get the hell off this. But no, I like I remember obviously like you know, the, the older lads then who like I would obviously lived across the road from Nile, my brother who's now married to Jerry's sister. You know what I mean? They were going out at the time, so like would have been pally pally with the older lads. Um, so the abuse that was maybe given to people wasn't always aimed as much as me, but it was in more of a fun way instead of like, you know I mean, first year students shitting the brick going on to a school bus. We, weren't, we weren't that bad. Like they kind of looked after us that way. Didn't that's they? what they, I mean. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Whereas you saw other kids like, and you were like, holy shit, they are getting it rough. Like, you know what I mean? But again, I, it was I, like, I remember pickle the, the rumor that went around, especially with the tech. Like your first day, you'd have, you'd flush, your, your head flushed down the toilet. Never happened. No, never, ever. I never heard never. anybody. Well, in first year in school, and I think we mentioned dots before, didn't we, in relation to an exam or something, was it, or a story? Uh, it was homework, homework. Homework, yeah. right? Made uh, up a story. We, yeah, I remember we were only there maybe, a, oh, fuck, I don't know, a couple of months maybe or something like that in first year, and we were walking in the corridor, and this lad about, jeez, he was about seven foot nine, right? And this little small knackery looking fella, right? And one of them, shoulder dots just in front of me and I thought oh, I'm not having any of that so I stood kind of strong I was a big first year Kev um, you would have been so, yeah, so I kind of stood strong shouldered your man back he looked at me and went, what the fuck I said nothing mate sure, sorry I didn't see you there like, you know, sure. he said oh yeah sure. I said look you don't have to shoulder into my mate so I mean if you take one or if you give one you have to take one kind of thing like, and she threw a punch at me um, obviously I took it like a man of 13 years old and probably cried like a bitch like but um, <laughs> the, uh, he, I remember then later on that day he, your man actually got suspended uh, or whatever he called it you get kicked out forever expelled expelled yeah I think that was more just because of my last name that then people probably thought I was going to be a good student like the previous members of my family <laughs> that didn't last long um, so <laughs> thinking that hey. um, but yeah like the, the bus ride was always fun but look I'll tell you what I may as well tell this story now Kev because you're going to remember it right talking about buses and we mentioned this guy already a couple of times good old Peter right the old the culture culture right that lives out of our way the, right? the most culturist culture you'd ever meet like he oh, wore steel right toe cap boots in school he, 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 he did back then um, he definitely did, and by God, he and he would think he was always a stick on him. Like he was literally, he was so small as well. It was crazy, but he wasn't small. He was quite tall. No, but I mean, he was small. Like he, he looked like he needed a ham sandwich. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, he, he, oh, he needed. He, he looked like a pin. Yeah, like he looked like his lunch was probably grass from his garden. Now we know a different fella who used to eat grass when he was young, um, and stones and stuff like that. But you look at him, so he's happy and healthy. <laughs> he listened. He listened to the show. Oh yeah, he knows who he is, and I'm, I hope you're happy yeah. and everybody's doing well. Um, so the um, right. So you said, Kevin, our buses were shit. They were oh, woeful, woeful, woeful buses, and they were they were dead traps. Yeah, but the one I remember is always the one that had like the huge, after the back seat, there was a huge back bit to the window. So all the school bags were thrown in there. So I don't know what you'd call yeah. it. You know what I mean? That little back bit, right? But one game, <laughs> call it a game, um, life threatening game, right? Was when you'd fill up the back seat. This is before we were in the back seat. You'd fill up the back seat, and there were some big guys in that back seat, like 50 or 60 lads, right? Yeah. And whoever was at the window, and in fairness, it was always Peter, right? Yeah. You would. Shove them and squish them against the window. Sounds fun. Let's have a laugh. It's only a bit of fun. Until one day on that long ass straight road, I think it was coming up towards Ready Penny Kev. I might be wrong, but I think it was coming no, up. No, I think you I think you were, it was before that. It was coming towards 
uh, it was just be just after leaving off Shane Callan. Uh, oh, remember and his, his was fucking flicky fringe that guy. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, that. The, the 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 hardest man, the hardest five foot two, five the, the hardest five foot two. Uh, man, the world is not right pickle. In fairness, he was five six with that fucking flicky fringe thingy, so he was. Um, but yeah. So what happened anyway? They went to push Paul Pater towards the window, right? Having a great laugh. Everybody's joking around. Everybody's turning around watching it, and all of a sudden, the window goes out the fucking bus into oh, up, bus. into a hedge or whatever. Like I mean, onto the road, whatever. Like it, it went gone. Peter was hanging out the window, and now I'm still certain to this day that it was Jerry that grabbed him. Um, and, then, sure and Jerry, yeah. like Niall grabbed Jerry and somebody else grabbed him, and literally it, it, it turned into let's shove him in the window to try and save this man's life. Like you know what I mean? But yeah, that just says it all. But I'm pretty sure, like the next day, like we had the exact same kind of bus. Like they didn't. Oh, really no, no, shit. no, it was the same bus. It was yeah, the exact, same, exact bus. same bus with no window. Uh, it was cold. Um, no, uh, but that's what I mean. Like Shelley, that was great fun. You, Kev, loved the elastic bands on the bus. So I did, I, we were talking. We talked about the elastic yeah. bands before pickup. I think. Yeah. But like, I did love the elastic bands. It was a piece of paper. Is folded up nice and tight and hit people close. Hit people with, with elastic bands. Yeah. Well, to me, it was, it was, it was the game. You got it. You made notes. Yeah, I had paper, ah. and then I had, say, no. I might have put in say a paper clip. Jesus, I just Kyle. flattened the paper clip and bent it. Oh, I was, and uh, yeah, you know, when it came to that, I was a bit of a knocker. But that's the name of the game. But what I remember of school pickle. Do you remember school? Your first day at school. I do. And it's not because I remember night first <laughs> it's, it's not night. Well, I remember my first day. I walked into tech and I was told at school. Look, I remember doing the assessment test. Remember doing the assessment test? Okay. I remember doing the assessment wait, test. Wait, wait. I'm going to ask you a question. The assessment test. There was a question on our assessment test that was on my sister's assessment test that is 14 years older than me, my brother and my other sister, right? The same question was on it. Over a fourteen-year gap, Kev, the cat okay. is in the box. Where is Where the is cat? cat? Now, that's what it was when my sister did it many moons before me. When we did it, the question slightly changed to: the white cat is in the black box. Where is the white cat? Just to try and confuse the people who were starting. It. That was the level of intelligence you needed to get into. The pickle, you, you, have to, you have to remember, right? We were we were in the highest class yeah, in school, right? F one A, like, and we aren't. Let's say we aren't the brightest of nope, folks. Definitely okay? not. No, we're not. But we were in the top class. Yeah. Okay. So that that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else about our school, but we were the top class. But the first day, pickle, yeah. right? The first day. Yeah. I remember walking into the school. Going, this school. Now we had three classes in our old primary school, pickle. In this stage, I think inside the school itself, there was 32 classrooms, right? And in we walked, first years, and I thought, this, geez, this isn't so bad. It's not so bad. This is all the people that's in the school, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, that was the first day. And then, reality hit the second day, right? Everybody in the school was in the second day. And I literally, and I remember, shitting <laughs> my pants, going, how many fucking people... Oh, right here. If we had a class, we had a school of what, 70 people, right? And yeah, then we walked yeah. into the tech, we probably had, there was probably 700 at the time. I Jesus, think, what, there have been that many, yeah? I, yeah, I am lost. Now, I was, I thought, I, not that I was tall in primary school, 
but I was probably the fourth tallest. Okay, so I didn't really worry about it. Yeah. I get into secondary school, and I was I was a midget. Oh, you were not. I only, yeah, yeah. You, you, I you. only grew. I only grew like when it, after Tordia, in between Tord and Tord and fifth year, I grew. I'd say about six inches in that summer. So then I kind of was an okay height, but I was a whipper. You were, Kev. There was nothing to you. So in primary school, I used to be able to pick you up in my head, for God's sake. Um, so, jeez. But no, my first day, I only thing I ever remember my first day was sitting in the gym and we were all in, I, I don't know where it was, alphabetical somehow that they managed to do this, but I remember sitting beside a fella who was just, he locked his raw as ropes and by God was he. He was from the hack, right? Now we had, a lot of awesome dudes, Kev, that were in our class yeah. and in our year from the hack. God fucking, they were brilliant guys, right? But we were talking, and the t- teacher, Mousy, uh, Mouse, Mousy, what do you got, Mouse or Mousy? Mouse, wasn't it? Mousy, Mousy, uh, O'Brien. Yeah, actually, I O'Brien. saw him the other day, actually, I think. Um, well, he lives in town. I'm not saying where he lives, obviously. People don't need to be stolen in his house. But anyway, uh, he lets a roar, and he says, what's your name? And he's pointing at, at Ronan, and Ronan's like, Ronan O'Reilly. As raw as you'd like, right? And he's like, what? And he's like, Ronan O'Reilly. And he goes, what again? And I'm sitting there going, is he fucking? I know he looks older, is he deaf? And he's like, Ronan O'Reilly, saw. And then once he got the sore at the end of it, then that's all he wanted to hear. And that was it. That was his power trip, obviously, so it was. But yeah, I was sitting there kind of going, what the fuck is going on? And this guy sounds like a fucking prison. So well, like, Pickle, in our year, right? Yeah, like, we had people who had crazy nicknames, right? Oh, crazy yeah, nicknames. Okay. We had people in first year with facial hair. We did. With facial hair. Which I think was <laughs> part of this nickname. Um, yeah, well, yeah, like we had people like, with, like I don't know people, people are nearly six foot tall. Like I was literally this child that walked in who hadn't had puberty, who had nothing, <laughs> right? Nothing going on. And I'm like, these people are animals. Animals. Yeah. Oh, animals. Yeah, we, had, we had a beast. We had Crocko. Bully, Crocko, yeah. Uh, Bully, who was even smaller than you. Um, but do you, remember, do, you, do you remember his superpower? Do you remember Bully's superpower? No. He could remember everybody, everybody's number plate. Jeez. So if I, my mother wanted to, if my mother went to town, yeah. you come in on, on a Saturday, my, you, you might meet Bully on Monday, while your ma was in town Saturday. How, how do you know? Oh, I think the number plate. I'm like, so wow. he knew everybody's number plate off by heart. He just had this photographic memory to remember everybody's number plate. It was weird, but kind of fantastic. That's class, though, so it is. You know, random shit like that is just really fucking cool, so it is. Like, hey. And, of course, Bully was another member of the Hack crowd. Um, and, by God, we told him plenty of Dover lads until we met the Hack boys, Kev. Man, they were fucking gas cracky. Um, so the, but they were, they were nuts. Oh, they were crazy. The, the smell of petrol off them was unbelievable. Now, I don't know why they must have spilled petrol That's... on the way in when they drove their tractors in the road, but no other reason why that. But the smell of petrol off them was unbelievable. Uh, no. And I can't say much about them because I'm actually, I actually uh, work out there pickle from time to time. You certainly so, do, Kev, uh, in a football capacity. So, and I do love that the lads are unbelievable out there. They're unbelievable people. Yeah, I know. Savage lads, savage lads. I always remember most of them boys now um, from school. They were top blokes. Um, Kev, I, you know what the other thing I remember from school is? The uniform in the tech. Or should I say, the lack of caring about the uniform once you wore something that resembled the colours. Of but we had two uniforms, if you remember. Ain't no bony in sixth year we did, didn't we? Didn't that when the new one came out? The new one came out one of the yeah, years. But you know what the thing that pissed me off with the uniform. It was a t- what? Now, 
with this woke kind of fucking mentality going on at the minute, girls were allowed to wear trousers in the tech. The tech was so advanced, we allowed trousers before any other school allowed trousers. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, but, but we also allowed girls to wear their own versions of skirts, Kev, um, <laughs> which kind of is the flip side of that, um, which sometimes was great and other times was fucking fantastic. Like, um, but yeah, we did allow them to wear trousers, Kev. And I think the tech and our very healthy and sophisticated principle at the time should take a lot of credit for that. And I believe he for might... What? For not caring about what people... No, for allowing the girls to have the choice between wearing the yes. trousers... Oh, he was way, way above his exactly, time. Exactly. Giving them the choice. Because they shouldn't be told what you have to wear. You should at least have a choice. And I think... And I believe he is still the principal up there. Um, I think so. Yeah. Just the Jerry Adams look alike. He certainly is. No better man than our Jerry. Um, yeah, no fair play. Though, hey. Pickle, talking about uniforms. Talking about uniforms. Yeah. In Dundalk, plenty of schools. Who, what was your favourite uniform? As in, the, the people you fancy. The blue one. What was the, the favourite blue one, I think. Was I it? don't know. Mine had to be the Maoist. The Maoist always had the shortest of skirts. Always. Up Jesus, the I never even thought about that, you actually. Yeah. Meh, yeah. good coach. I don't know. I don't... And I and know... And they'd have all changed, all long skirts now. They all look like the grandma. Yeah, but sure, the grandma was always the piss take. Like, oh, look at the ankles in that one. Hey. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was... But they were, they were wild, Pickle. They were, people were wild in that school, I Pickle. didn't. I don't think I knew or even now know of anybody who we knew back then that went to the grandma. I don't think I do anyway, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody I know now who went to the grandma back when we were in... Secondary school. I don't think anyway, because I can't remember anybody used to get onto the bus. Oh, you do, Pickle. You, you talked about her last week, I think. I think she was in that school. I talked about her last week. Yeah. Jeez, Kevin lost. I began with a KN with a oh. Y. <laughs> right, fair play. Jeez, do you think? Grandma. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I know her best mate definitely did, but at the time, but yeah, I'm pretty sure she went to that okay. school. Okay. Right, okay, well, so look, that lady knows who she is. If you did go to the grammar, let us know. But I'd say she was a green or a blue school, Kev. Um, but you look, half the girls we went to Darvill all went to the green. Like, most of them went to the green. Uh, you know, I mean, the love of your life went to the green. Um, she, you know, she <laughs> did. Yeah, and let's just leave it at that. Um, and all them girls that we had zero luck with um, back in the day all went to green. And I think one or two maybe went to the blue one. Uh, I say I can never remember which school was which. I'd always be like, oh, that one, she's in the green school. Which one's that? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Vincent's, Louis, uh, yeah. You're about, you're about the Louis. Yeah, the Louis, yeah. I'd never remember. So. Fucking finger, boy. My fucking finger. What's your finger? Fucking hell. Fucking, I was hitting the garden there. I already went, fuck, and I hit it with a fucking spade. It's absolutely killing You know me. you have to hold a spade with both hands. So how did you manage to hit a finger with a spade? I, I hit it off a stone. Jesus Christ, that's so good, man, Kevin. You get back, back to the back of the budget. <laughs> what was your favorite thing about school? Bro? My favorite thing about school, Kevin, with a shadow of a doubt, was becoming very good at snooker. Um, <laughs> so mentioned, yeah. And first year, uh, one of the lads, Paul, used to always take me to MJ's, which obviously was then Vickers. 
a hobby. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was in there. So it's maybe old snooker players and all that remember. That's what MJ's was. And then obviously during, um, I think, second and third year and so on, then we all went to a place called Flannery's, which is down where the Avenue Gym is now. But yeah, I got really good at snooker when I was in school, which was class because I made plenty of money off that and pool. But no, school related, I would say the football at lunch. My, isn't it amazing how it's got nothing to do with actually school? Like, um, I remember you'd have your sandwich with you and you'd go into that big feckin' um, social area. What do you call it? Like that we have all the round yep. tables. Social yeah, area. And you'd yeah. like horse the sandwich into you and straight out them side doors and the football game was either on, I think it's a cow park now. It used to be we pitched there right at, not a pitch, it was all obviously on um, cement like, but well, yeah, um, yeah it was a small right. one. And then remember it moved. Yeah, it moved. And then over, it over beside uh, Noonan's construction room. So it did. Uh, where, yeah. And then of course there was an even bigger one then, which is I think a car park now as well, up nearer the college. There used to be a big massive wall yeah. that was about a hundred feet tall. Um, and there used to be some serious games on up there as nah. well. Like, uh, Oh, really? Well, it was like the fucking Berlin Wall, if that's tall. No, not the Berlin Wall. That fell. What do you call the one in China? The Chinese Wall. The Wall of Japan. What the fuck am I thinking here? The Great, the great Wall of China. The Great Wall of China. There we go. See, maybe if I hadn't played snooker so much, I might have actually known some of these things. Um, the Great Wall of China. Uh, it was humongous. Well, I'll tell you this. It was that big. There was nobody sitting on top of it. That's it. Doesn't mean it's a fucking hundred feet tall. It had to be. I'm telling you, you couldn't even kick a ball over it. Easily hundred feet tall. Um. So, but that's that's just me. I everything that had nothing to do with school work was my favorite thing about school. Uh. What about you, Kev? What was your favorite thing that? You... My favorite thing had to be, had to be. You didn't have your homework done. <laughs> Mostly. And then all of a sudden you had a fucking free yes. class in that in that for a class. Free classes. You, a, you didn't have your homework done, so you're like, what's my excuse? What's my excuse for not to have it done? And then the substitute teacher would come in, or nobody would come in, <laughs> luckily in our school. And it was like free class. We were like, thank fuck for that. Free class. No way. No homework done. Happy out. And away we go. So the excuse was saved for that. <laughs> and I was all good to go. Yeah, again. exactly. No, free classes were great. So they were like, hey, I'll tell you what, though. I don't know whether it was just free classes or every class. If they could have given you. You know, at the end of the year, you got like year awards or stuff like that. Was that every year or just third year and six year? I can't remember. If you got awards anyway. Yeah, if they should have nearly given yeah. me like a novelty one because I'm telling you what, if you needed to know something that was going on outside that window at any stage during the day, man, I could have told you how. If there had been a crime or something, I would have been the best witness because by God, did I look out the window for the whole fucking day. Um, I used to think I had a ADD. Is that was called attention deficit disorder. Turns out I just didn't give you, a fuck. You, 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 you've diagnosed yourself with <laughs> you ADD. I think so, yeah, but I think it was more... No, so no, no doctors have ever diagnosed you. No, no, no doctors have ever had needed to. I just, I think I might be able to self-medicate for that. Um, and a- ADD wasn't around then, Pickle. It was just... It was just being a lazy prick. So I was not caring yeah. at all about what the future might hold and needing to learn fucking algebra and geometry and fucking poems. Well, during, well, during one of my parent teachers, none of the parent teachers mean that I were any Oh, God, family. yeah. Miss O'Sullivan. Do you remember she Ms. was O'Sullivan? an angel. I loved that woman. She was, she was, she was class. She was, and she told my mother, she told my mother, if Kevin was any more laid back, he'd be lying down. <laughs> and that's how much of 
of how much I was relaxed in secondary school. That is class. If he was any more laid back, he'd be lying down. Daddy. Well, look, we're going to talk about teachers now later on, but yeah, I remember her. She was brilliant. She was the one that always knew whenever I faked my dad's signature um, on many letters used um, because my dad had been writing letters for years for all my family uh, members, so she knew straight away that's not even close, Kieran, um, to being your dad's signature. And I was like, okay, I'll keep, I'll keep but, trying. But you had horrible writing. You had horrible writing. Yeah, but see, my dad had a funny way of doing it because I have, I don't have a signature now. I could write, you could get me write my name ten times, it looked different ten times, right? So my my dad used to do this when he says my first, well, my dad's first name was Ray, so he do a big O and he put like the A Y in the O. And then he'd do like a big okay. P for Pickering and then he'd put like Ickering in the P. So I tried to master that one, thinking it was easy to do. Turns out, Ick- yeah, Ickering. Ickering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is like, so it looked like R Ickering. I was like, oh, okay, right, nice. Um, but no, that didn't work for me, Kev. But no, that's cool. Free classes were class because in fairness, it meant you didn't have to do it. Um, yeah, I'll agree with you there, buddy. But one story, you were talking about Mr. Noonan's construction. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. I remember our very first woodwork class. Oh, God. Right? Do I, don't, I, I don't think you had your, you had this, but I think you were in, you were, you were, you were in that class, right? You know, you were in. Yeah, Tandler's Mick, yeah, class. I think I had Mick, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, had, I had Mr. Noonan. And the first, the first class was you had to do your drawing, the drawing lines, okay? So you had a 10 mil, 5 mil, 10 mil, and you had to put your name in the 5 mil, right? So you had your name, your date, and what you're drawing about. So he put this example up in the world, and he Mickey Mouse up an nice. example, and he warned us: nobody put in fucking Mickey Mouse, or I'll fucking kill you. And that was the first introduction to woodwork. Okay, don't put Mickey Mouse in. So I put in the date, whatever the, the fifth of September, whatever, yeah. whatever nineteen ninety six, right? And one of the lads put in oh, Mickey Mouse. Okay, <laughs> he literally. Bounced him out the fucking door. He bounced him in. Now, this young fella was from Dramiskan Pickle, right? And he didn't know what was going on, <laughs> what was happening. Oh, he, one second he was putting Mickey Mouse on a piece of paper, and the next second he was outside in the pissing rain going, What has just happened in this, this scenario? That was our introduction. Wow. I think somebody tell us that he actually listens into the show. I think, or was somebody... I think you heard about the story. Well, I remember show, him, Kev, as well. We all uh, were standing outside his class one day and it was about 10, 15 minutes past and there was no sign of him. So we went over and started playing football right outside the class. And he let a roar uh-huh. tell us to come in and we were kind of like, actually, next school wins or whatever like that. And he was like, if, yeah. he locked yeah, the door, the door and then gave us all lines to do. And we were all like, <laughs> we are not doing these lines, lads. We are not. He showed up like 15 minutes later. We are not doing the lines. We walked in the next day and I was right. I did not do them lines. Everybody fucking else did though. Uh, yeah, did every them. fucker did apart from me. He said I hadn't got a set of balls amongst you. Say, see, he's hadn't like okay. uh, But no, good time. Look, it was short. I mean, it was fun. We were kids. We were stupid. And last segment on this right. one, Pickle, I think your favorite teacher in the sec in secondary school. Ooh. Um, I'll be Miss O'Looney. She, she was my German teacher. teacher. She always had this kind of a uh, pickle. You could actually really do well in this subject. Like, or Kieran, sorry. You could obviously do really well in this subject. You know what I mean? You, you know it all. You just don't have the fucking um, mind to keep concentrating on it. Um, so it is. I, and I was like, yeah, that's true. But I actually did really well in... Um, I actually did really well in it. 
Yeah, so German. in German. German. Yeah, in German. German. Not in the teacher. I did really well in the German. Um, so, but yeah, no, I think I definitely thought. But then again, I did kind of fall in love with Miss Flood. Remember her? The, 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 yeah, religious one. Yeah, imagine falling asleep. Imagine falling asleep. Imagine falling in love. Sorry, not asleep. Imagine falling in love with your religion teacher. Like, um, that's. But she, she was mad. She yeah, was mad. she was a bit. Uh, she, well, she was a religion teacher, so like, what the hell? She's hardly going to be fucking saying like, um, teaching that kind of crap. Um, but no, don't be that. No, don't bring that. Don't no, bring your religion no. interest. You know what I'm. No, like I know. But religion. back then, like, you didn't learn religion. Just because, just because, just because you're. This was your Protestant with a name like Pickering. I know, I know, I know, I know. Look at here, just because I have to stand up the whole way during mass, Kev, where you guys all sit down is completely different. Right, Kev, who was your favourite teacher? <laughs> my favourite teacher, now, as I said, my woodwork teacher was once Mr. Noonan. I was then moved from Mr. Noonan's class to Mr. But Mr. Ah, yeah, Mr. Michael. Mr. Was it Michael. That might have been the brother, actually. No, that might have been the Michael brother. Let's not say. Let's not talk about yeah. Mr. Matara's brother. But Mr. Matara was my favorite teacher. Okay, he he actually Jesus. liked me. He actually liked me. Uh, I'm the only teacher in the school that actually liked me. He helped me with me homework, with me projects. He made sure they were right because he liked my different ideas. I I think I built a Chinese board house when we had to build a board house. So he thought this was pretty cool. Uh, and this he was my favorite teacher in the school. Also, one of the lads in that classroom. Decided when he was making, I think he was making a board house too. He put a chisel through his Oof. hand. Okay, that's Fuck. one of the lads. And he was still, he still has a scar with a chisel, uh, chisel mark in his hand. Yeah, but he blood everywhere. Had to be brought to the hospital and, everything, and he still has a scar. That's uh, no Mo, way. Yeah, Mo put a chisel through that his hand. Yeah. Well, I don't need the whole way through his hand. No need his whole way through, like, but yeah, he put, he took, took yeah, the but I think himself, if you yeah. want to chisel anyway into your hand at all, then you're going to the fucking hospital, like, Jesus boy. And I was shit, like, you give me a chisel, I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do with this? Draw something, like, I, I, what do you mean? I was, you try, you try to actually cut the wood, you probably can. I did not have any interest in any, I should have maybe just went with home ec and all that kind of stuff. I know you I did, um, but I was like, oh no, so I have to do like engineering and fucking construction because I'm a boy. I, mean, I made curry with fucking, what do you call it? Not apricot jam, but um, some sort of jam. Jesus. What's it called? Some sort of jam. Not yeah. apricots. Ah, Jesus Christ. Mango chutney. Oh my God. I, the mango chutney. I wouldn't make a curry with mango chutney. I think most, a lot of people do. But I remember doing home economics and I was going, why am I making a curry with mango chutney? But yeah, mango Jesus, chutney. maybe the teacher was drunk. Meant to get something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was a different... That was, that was, it was, Kev, that was Irish and Matt's. Oh. Um, so it was... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's... Never, never, never proven. proven. Nope, them never two proven. bottles both had water in them. Um, so they had... Um, cool. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> stop it at there for a minute, Kev, will we? We'll take a little break yeah. on it, okay? So, Pickle, as you said, as we have a bit, not a bit of a script, but something wrote down, it's a new po- topic this week, we're calling it Pickle's Picks. Isn't that we, Pickle? It is. What it is, is, Kev, for 90 seconds, I want to blow you and everyone else's mind, okay? <laughs> you, blow, you haven't blown me before, but you, you can try I'm gonna. We're all, it's a week for school, Kev. I'm gonna literally get some. It's gonna be three 
interesting facts every week that I did not know about. Hopefully, therefore, nobody else knew about it. So these are Pico's picks. Right, Kev? Are you ready for the first one? Okay, blow me away, Pico. Blow me. <laughs> Hot water will turn into ice faster than cold water. Did what? you know that? How? How in God's name will hot water turn into ice faster? Kev, this section is called interesting facts, not interesting <laughs> explanation of facts. <laughs> so go test it out on a timer and you come back and tell us why or how it worked. Okay? But that is the first thing that I'm going to tell you this week that hopefully is going to blow your mind. Okay? The okay. second thing, Kev, and this, this, this is a big one, Kev. The Mona Lisa has no eyebrows. She's like me before when I started secondary school. I didn't have any eyebrows. Yeah, and finished secondary school. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then started college and jobs and yeah. I have um, eyebrows now. They're going grey, but I do have them. You have, yeah. And my wife gets that pen as well um, that draws them on, so I know how to do it. I'm after Googling it. She has no eyebrows. Kev, these are interesting facts. These are not fiction. These are facts, Kevin. Okay? I'm trying to educate people for 90 seconds or so every week. Like I said. You've only got 15 seconds left. Right. Did you know that the sentence... No, not the sentence, right? So what I say after the sentence. Are you ready? That. Okay. So we're starting to invert the commas now. Yeah, so inverted commas, right? Mm -hmm. There. Quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, right? That sentence uses every letter in the English language. Pickle. Amazing. This is not, no, this is, it says on the streets of, on the paper you have interesting facts. Yes. Hey, fuck. Is that interesting? The because... quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. When will you ever say that qu uh, question? When will you ever say that sentence ever again? When you go to a quiz and they ask you what sentence uses every letter in the English language, Kev, my I'm saying these things after looking them up. My mind is blown, even saying them again. That is this week's Pickle Picks. And I hope... Everybody learned something from those three very interesting <laughs> facts. <laughs> Kev, geez, there's somebody after showing up there, Kev. He's in the room. He's, He's back. Room. He's back. My God, it is, of course, Dr. Cock. How are you, Dr. Cock? Not so bad. Not so bad. How are you? Very good, Doctor. Thanks for asking. The last few weeks, people have been blown away by how... I've introduced sexual facts into the lives, like Cunnilingus. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't Cunnilingus, wasn't it? It was what? No, last what week was STDs last week and STDs the umbrella. And men. Yeah, yeah, so it was. The umbrella job is no longer a job. Never was a job. Nope. <laughs> what, what was the week before? I can't remember. Something the like, prostate was the week before. Prostate. No, there was something yeah. like the the week before, wasn't it? No, no. Oh, the, the blue waffle, Kev. You, blue you made waffle, sure everybody knew that it wasn't real. Yeah, there you go. Well, this week... I am talking about penises. <laughs> penis. Not penises, just the penis. The, the body of a penis. 
I don't think you thought I was going to actually say this, but yeah, penis. Okay. And the average length of a penis. Now, there's no need to be laughing, Mr. Pickering. This no, is very no. serious matter. Of fact. I, d- I think it's, I'm crying. You need, you, need, you need to listen to this very importantly, because you're not that bad after all. Okay. The average length of a penis is... <laughs> It's Well doctor, can pull yourself together. <laughs> the average length of an erect penis is five and a half inches. So Pickle, you have no need to be embarrassed yeah. any longer. Okay. So- you are just, be- just below average. <laughs> so what did it say? It's from the tip of your thumb to the tip of your index finger, isn't it? No, the tip of your thumb to the tip, I think the tip of your middle finger. Well, that's right. <laughs> don't, don't be stupid. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, doctor, that's uh, impressive. But, but, see, but see, Pickle, you've got big hands, so you don't really stick to that. Um, <laughs> that's true, actually, yeah. Method, the method. But also, if you measure, right, I know it, it sounds weird, you're saying from the tip of your thumb to the middle to the index finger, right? Yeah. But also, if you bend your arm, right, and you place your thumb in your arm, not armpit, but where your elbow bends, okay? So you'd break your hand. To your, to your, no, where your thumb is, just put your thumb in the... In the oh, the, you use your other hand. Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> you bring your finger up to your wrist. That is the length of your penis also. No, Kevin, I believe that's a baby's arm. But, uh, well, there you go, Pickle. <laughs> my, my thumb sits down nicely and it goes the whole way to my wrist. But that is because uh, mine isn't on the average side, Pickle, and we won't go any further into that at this point. Uh, but that's yes, true, Doctor. The average, the average penis size is five and a half inches. Now, people would always say, oh, many cocks, nine inches, long, ten inches long. The average penis length is five and a half inches. So, anybody listen to this here? Don't be embarrassed by the length of your penis. I'll show you his mind someday, and you can be embarrassed then. Well, and again, I I think we all need to say thanks for, again, educating us, Kev. Dr. Cox, sorry, on, um, Cox. Yeah, on some very important matters that some people might feel slightly inappropriately sized. Is that well, the way I'll I'm... tell you about penis length, right? Just when we are on topic. <laughs> Okay. I used to. Oh Jesus Christ! I lost my mic. I lost. I lost me. I lost my mic there, folks. I used to go swimming in some car swimming pool. Okay, now I would have been a local swimming pool at the time. I wasn't the only swimming pool around the area at the time, but I had a swim car swimming pool. Okay, and. I remember being in the in the toilets one, not in the toilets in the changing rooms, even. And I remember looking around. And you were a child, you were looking around the room. I was probably seven, right? I was looking around the room. Jesus Christ! There's a Willie. There's a Willie. There's a Willie. And we go, Jesus Christ! My Willie is the same size as their Willie. Willie. And I was thinking, I was thinking, Jesus Christ! Me Willie mustn't be mustn't be going to grow. Now I come home and told me Alpha, but I, I knew I was seen. My dad's penis before, you know what I mean? You just see your father's penises. And that's going, and my father's penis was just <laughs> like, as you said, you call it a baby arm. 
earlier on. I'd say it was like a teenager's arm, this, this thing, right? <laughs> and I'm like, nah, like and my penis, my penis is the same size as the men's penis in the change rooms. And he goes, don't worry, son, it'll be all okay. And figured you on something, it was all okay. It worked out all right, Kev. So it, it worked did. out all right in the end. Yeah. It, it certainly did. Um, is that all the, um, the the penis talk, Doctor, for this week? Penis? Is that, that the last of the penis stories? I, you know what? It's not a film like The Last of the Mohicans, Kev. I think this is probably the, the, the last well, of the penis talk. I'm, I'm sure we'll definitely come back to penis, my penis in the, in the future. But yeah, at the minute, I'll leave it there uh, at, at this point. Yes. Perfect. Well, Doctor... Thank you again for joining us this week. Thank you for helping I, us. I, learn I hopefully more. Be back, I'll hopefully be back next week. If I'm not back next week, I'm probably uh, giving someone a jab uh, of uh, the COVID do, vaccine. Hopefully. Doing your duty. Uh, yeah, doing your doing duty. Me duty. Doing my duties uh, because nobody else seems to be fucking sticking needles in anybody to do, do that. But yes, hopefully I'll be uh, here next week. Perfect. Well, Doctor, again, thank you very much for joining us this week. So, folks, it's that time of the week again where we give a local company a shout-out. And this week, we are going to be talking about uh, O'Hara's Electrical. Okay, guys, once again, we are not brand ambassadors, so somebody get the fucking finger out and make us brand ambassadors. So, Pickle, will we take it away? I think we should, Kev. <laughs> oh, Pickle, here, do you know anywhere I could get an outside light? Why, Kev? What happened? Oh, I hear I was walking at the back last night, tried buckling myself, didn't see the dog. Tripped me over, landed on my face, you name it, it happened. Ah, oh, Kev, well, listen, I have the man for you. Give Jamie a shout at O'Hanrahan Electrical. He does the best outside lights. I got one done a few months ago. It lights up the garden like a Christmas tree. But that's not all. I got a light in my new shed, and he also done an outside socket, which, for cutting the grass, hey, is dead handy. Anything you need, Jamie is the only man to call. Thanks, Pickle. Send me his number, will you? I will do, Kev. And remember, you can check him out on Facebook too at O'Hanrahan Electrical. He has loads of pictures up from previous jobs, so you'll know exactly what you'll be getting. O'Hanrahan Electrical, folks, check it out today. This week, folks, we're welcome onto the show, the show, the man. He has returned. He has returned, folks, not Jesus Christ, but God himself. Peter Cherry has returned home to the home of football, Peter, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, th- thanks for having me. It's good to be. It's good to be on. Peter, uh, first question, of course. What's it like to come back to the dog? What's it like to come home to the dog? Do you know, it was, it was, um, yeah, it's, it's actually great to be back. If I'm honest, um, because over the past few years, I've I've travelled the length and breadth of the country. You know, being at Cork or Derry or wherever I am. You know, I've I've never spent more than a couple of days in my own house. You know, it's, yeah. it's 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 actually great to be to be able to go home from work now and actually yeah, have, a, have a life almost. Like. Yeah, yeah, that, but that's it. It's having a normal life. You know, being able to sleep in my own bed and you know <laughs> enjoying my own house. Yeah. Look, that's thing. Makes you look if you're more comfortable with the personal life than it makes the the professional life. I suppose um, that bit easier to do. That's it. That's you're hitting the on the head there, yeah. Peter, you left in 2014, okay, and, and as you've seen, the North Island has happened around the dock and around the club since then. What's the biggest change you've seen? Like, I know that, that say, the inside the far dress rooms and the, the the meeting rooms and stuff, but what what do you think has changed the most around the club? Um, 
probably the you know how professional it's turned out you mm. know uh, I, I don't get me wrong back when I was there it was a professional club but you know you, now it's you go in in the mornings you have your breakfast you have a cup of coffee you, you get dressed you do your you get um, you do your prehab stretching and you can do a bit of gym work then you go train and you can bike or you, you can do some gym afterwards or you've you got your video analysis room and it's just so mm-hmm. so much pro- more professional and better for the players you know better yes. facilities if you like I, I mean I know yeah. that the the YDC was there when I was there but it was never getting used mm-hmm. uh, so, so yeah, it's good to see that, that facility getting used Happy days, yeah. So it went like from being like a professional club in a sense, but now it's just gone above and beyond in a sense for what you would yeah. really expect, kind of. Yes, it's went it's went to that next level. Happy days, look, that's what you want. So it is. Well, look, I suppose, look at young guys and girls when they're growing up, right, Peter. They want to be strikers. They want to be that winger that whips in a ball, Beckham yes. style. Uh, yes. What made you want to be a keeper, or did you want to be a striker, and you ended up going backwards on the pitch? <laughs> you must have known me. That's exactly how I am. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, I was a I was a striker, believe it or not, um, and I just worked my way back for some reason. They asked me to play here, there, and everywhere, and I would do it no problem. And then, to be honest, my uncle he was a goalkeeper. Yeah. You know, he played for teams, and and I just loved going out in the garden with him, and he smashed the ball at me, and I, I just wow. got the bug. Do you know? I just got the bug, well, and uh, no. I, I was just saying I loved it. Uh, if you were a striker, I'd say you wanted to be a striker growing up. Then, so like. You ended up being a goalkeeper, but was there a certain player, not necessarily a keeper now, obviously, but did you look up to any certain player or any type of player um, before you started out? You know what I mean? You were getting going through the ranks in a sense. Um, As in, like an idol type of thing? Yeah, um, like, you know I mean, like when you're a kid growing up, like, yeah, like, you know you're saying, like, you obviously started off as a striker, like, you know what I mean? So was there a striker that you would have looked at and went, ah, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? I could, I could do that. You know that. what? That, that's funny, that. I've never been asked that question, but there actually wasn't a striker or midfielder or anything like that I actually looked up to. It was actually the goalkeepers, believe it or not. Good, like, good. Paddy, yeah. Paddy Bonner was my hero as a Class. kid. Sure. You know, being a Celtic fan, and he was a goalkeeper of Celtic. He, he was my hero growing up. Did you ever meet him? Uh, I've met him once years ago when we played uh, Celtic in the Scottish Cup uh, oh, nice. in Clyde. Yeah. You know, I met him then. Ah, nice, nice. It's always nice to meet kind of idols like that. So yeah. uh, it's like it's like Kev right now talking to you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know about like, that. Like, like, keepers are this thing of like being a bit mad or being a bit crazy. Like, it, yes. Why is that stigma? Why is a stigma that or not a stigma? Why is that said about you? Like, I know you do a lot of shit, but like, it is known. Like, you're a bit mad. Like, <laughs> yeah, there is. Well, yeah, I, I suppose it's. Yeah. I don't really know. I suppose it's you ask players to go in goals and get smashed by a ball or just let guys hit you with a ball. They tell you where to go. Do you know what I mean? But for us, saving that shot, it's like a guy scoring a penalty or scoring a winning goal, or it's just you get that buzz. It's or diving at somebody's feet, you know, and they're yeah. through and goal, and you you get a wee nick on it and knock it away from him, or you you take it clean. But don't get me wrong, you like to take him as well, but. Of course, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's just—I suppose that's why they see as as being a bit mad because you love diving at people's feet and you put your face in sometimes where it hurts and 
then so be it. That's your job. That's what you do. Save it with any part of your body. Sure. And it was only this week, sure, what, Patricio, the Wolves goalkeeper, obviously, um, yes. had a bad wee incident. Like, you know what I mean? So, But again, I think that's more because of the stupid offside rule where they let the play on, um, you know what I mean, despite the risk yes. of it being a bad tackle, and then they put the goddamn flag up. Um, whereas it'd be sensible if they just did it before that. Uh, come here, you have been doing this for years, Peter. Who do you think yes. is the best striker that you've ever come up against? Mm. Wow. Um, are you talking League of Ireland or just in general? Oh, ever? Anybody you've played against. So you can say both. Yeah. Both. I mean, look. Whoever uh, you think. Well, I'm going to be name dropping now. <laughs> uh, Maybe we'll get, get them on the show then as well and we can get them to name drop uh, yeah, you yeah. as the best keeper. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, there's a few of well, When I was at Clyde, we played against Man United and they had, obviously, Rud Van Nistelrooy, Wayne Rooney. Paul oh, Skull, Ryan Giggs, you name it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you could take any one of them. Oh, God, you could, like, that's unreal. That, yeah. that, that alone is unreal, yeah. that list. So it is. Yeah, it was, it was. But then again, we played against Celtic, as I said, you know, and, and they were my mm-hmm. boyhood club, yeah. you know, so playing against them was unbelievable. I thought they were, wow, you know. But as far as the best in the League of Ireland, there's a few... Um, I always liked Gary Twig. Oh, yeah. You know, he, yeah. he was... Yeah, he, Gary, yeah, Gary was decent. He was a good striker. Um, there's a few. I mean, we had, we had a good few. He, he, was Scottish, he was Scottish as well, Peter, wasn't he? He was, he was a Scot as well, wasn't he? He's a Scotsman as well, yeah. But to be fair, we had a few. And um, Dundalk, you know, like, uh, Faradin Kudosevic, great striker. Um... Yeah, obviously and, a top, and a top bloke actually I did a charity match years ago um, against I don't know what it was an Eastern European team or something I think he was managing it or something or he's meant to manage it um, yeah. up in Oriel Peter um, Paul Johnson rang me like on a Friday going Pico I need you to get your team together um, and act as Dundalk we're going to give you a kit <laughs> and you're going to play against these and uh, yeah but I have to say top bloke actually so he was uh, oh, he's a gentleman to be fair he's a gentleman Peter, you won the league in 2014. That was your last season with the club. Now, it was, to be honest, as a fan, it was unbelievable. It was something that I've been, like you were there at the club, when when things weren't going great, yeah. uh, you, when you first came to the club and it slowly got better as different managers and better players came to the club. But like that 2014 memory, like I know for the fan, it was, for fans, it was unbelievable. Like, and it was, you're in goal and it was like, you never had a doubt. Like for for a fan, when you were in goal as an underdog keeper, there was never a doubt. Like even you're good, you pretty much that. you're good with your feet most of the, most of the, most of the time, Peter. You're most good with your feet. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but believe it or not, I'm getting better. Like you, believe it or not, <laughs> like some of the stuff, some of the saves you took off that season was just it was crazy to keep us in it when we were maybe getting a wee bit shaky at times. But yeah. what was it like for you to win that league, Peter? After being you in the club what? for so long. It was absolutely unbelievable. Um, the, the scenes afterwards, like obviously when we were out in the pitch and that, that was just chaos. It was madness. But we went into the change room and all the boys were celebrating and what have you. And, and I actually sat in the corner and just looking around myself and trying to soak it all in. Yeah. Because it was unbelievable having been there, as you say, through all the, the crap that had happened. You know, there was, wasn't there that many fans at the game. We had such a young squad. We're fighting relegation. You know, just to list a few, but yeah, I, that night I just sat there and I just soaked it all in. 
watched all the lads enjoying themselves, and yeah, that 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 was like my night. You know, that was how I I, I took it. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. Well, I, I think I, one of my first memories of, of not of you probably being there, Peter, was I think as you said, no fans being there. I think it was the announcement came of how many fans were in the ground. I think the announcement was three hundred and twenty-one fans in the ground. I don't. I know a few people probably got in for jumped jumped the old. Uh, the field behind the yeah, behind yeah. the the stand and whatever, uh, but then there was three hundred and twenty one people in the ground that day, and I was like, and I was at, I think it was against Athlone, and we were two 0 down at half time, and I was like, yeah, God, this yeah. is a bad can a bad can just go like, and it was it was literally we were going back into the first division, I looked like at one stage, and then it just changed. I think just the mentality of the club just changed at that that point, and things you could feel it in the club. It was just going to come round again, and it was something happened. I think. I don't know if, if behind the scenes were you were you as well, Peter, but something just changed to, to make you believe that the it was possible. Yeah, you know? mentality yeah. overall. Yeah, I, I don't honestly know I could, how to put my finger on what changed, but I mean, don't get me wrong, the, the players always believed they could do something, you know, believed we, we mm-hmm. would get out of the crap and, you know, we're never going out there, sorry, it's weird, but half arsed. Do you know, yeah. Don't worry about swearing, Peter. We do plenty of it on the show. <laughs> you know, we're, we're always confident. And like that year, we're in the crap. But you know, it's such a young squad. It was, it was like kids going out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was probably the oldest in that, and I was only twenty. I don't know, five, six, or whatever I was at the time, or a wee bit older even. Um, but, but it was just we couldn't put our finger on why it was going so bad. And but then, as you say, it it turned and um. Thank God it turned. Oh, definitely. And like, like you said, sitting in the change room then at the end, like you want to be able to soak all that up. You want to see, like, you know what I mean, whether it was young lads or that, like, you know what I mean, like knowing what it's like to get yes. to that stage, you know what I mean, like where it went from all that crap, like you said, to literally the pinnacle. Um, yeah, that's the, the best young in the world. So it is. Like, I remember standing up and I, I stood in front of the shed, right? So I didn't, I wasn't actually in the shed, but. I, that wasn't it wasn't a place for me, but I stood more or less on uh, against the rail, and and it was I kind of the final bits of blue, like, and it was just like it's actually happened, like, and I was because as you said, you sat there, I stood there for say a good five minutes, and then the, as everyone was happening on the pitch, and I was like, just better get out of here. I have to realize what yeah. just happened, and it was just it was it was as you said, it was a special, and it was a special group, uh, and then you uh, that season you left, and after that. Um, and as you said, yeah. you, you've travelled around the country. Um, as you yeah. said, Derry and Cork. Uh, and you were in Bray at one stage as well, weren't you? Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, you, as we mentioned, you, 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 you love the, the saves <laughs> and the, the, the thrill it gives you. Like, but, like, you made some fantastic saves. Like, like goalkeepers don't really celebrate a save, you know what I mean, in particular. Like, but, like at what point do you think it would stick in your mind of what's their favourite save or do you have a favourite save or... Or why don't keepers celebrate? Um, I don't know actually why why we don't celebrate. Like I suppose you 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 would celebrate if I don't know somebody's through one on one and you know it's the last couple of minutes of the game or, or something. Yeah. You and you save it. You would celebrate then, or you save a penalty. You would celebrate that. But a normal save is you know it's your job. You're that's your day to do. You, you know it's keep the ball in. Yeah, you're, you're, correct. That's that's it. You're paid to do that, so go and do it. You know. Um, but as far as a a best save, um, I don't know. I think there was one. I think we 
We beat Shamrock Rovers 5-1. And always always a good day. <laughs> always a good day, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think I think it was Gary Twig. I think it was Gary Twig that headed the ball and I managed to touch it up onto the bar and he followed it in and I managed to save that one as well and put it on the post. Oh, nice. So, uh, I think that's the one that sticks sticks in my head, but I know there has been a few. Yeah, that I could well, probably good. say it's good that if you can remember that there's a few and you can't pinpoint one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it'd, be bad, yeah. it'd be bad if you were a keeper and you're like, I don't remember any uh, really worldly saves. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, maybe, yeah. maybe that'd be credit to the team then. <laughs> you know, if I can remember. <laughs> it just might. Well, look, I suppose on a personal level, then obviously uh, Dundalk didn't only give you football. Uh, you also met a native in Justine. Yes. Um, yes. So I suppose, how did you end up meeting Justine? Uh, it was just, I don't know, just being in the dog, you know. Like she she yeah. had went to the games a few times, you know. And as you do, it catches your eye. Of course, yes, absolutely, even on the pitch. Yes, yeah, so, uh, well, no, no, I was professional. Of course, doing my job. Yeah, you don't win a league title by looking at the sideline like for the whole game. Like, <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> Kev, you have something to tell Peter, have you? Yeah, Peter. Back in the day, I used to have my eye on Justine myself. Now, when I was back in school, uh, now she didn't fall for me charms, unfortunately, at that stage. But yeah, back in school, I, I had a bit of my eye on on Justine at the time. I think she was seeing one of the lads. Yeah, and um, they they broke up, and then I tried to. Given me lines, no, it didn't work out for me. I think it worked out pretty well for Justine, though, Kev, in fairness. <laughs> so it did. I don't know so much. <laughs> no, I think definitely. I, you know, we were eight episodes into a podcast. You've got a career and um, league titles and everything. So, yeah, I think definitely think Justine might have made the right decision there, Kev. Yeah. Uh, and I, think think, I, hope you, I hope this podcast really kicks off. He's, I really do. Ah, look, fingers crossed. We'll, yeah, Thanks we're getting a good up. response to it at the minute anyway, so we are. So fingers crossed it'll uh, it'll good. keep going. So we'll... Brilliant. Peter, we, we mentioned Justine. Unfortunately, you and Justine uh, have had some hard times. It came to more or less everybody's attention at one stage uh, in 2019 uh, when you were above in Derry uh, that Justine had a rare condition called, uh, I think it was called FND yes. uh, from right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about, about it, if you don't mind, and how it came that it came about? Yeah, well, she was she worked with special needs kids um, up in Dublin, and she they basically thought she was taking a stroke in work, and she got rushed to the hospital and what have you. Did all her tests, and I think I actually I was just coming to the end in Cork at the time when this happened, so I had to come back up and okay. see what was happening, and ended up she got took to Newry where she was taking a, a seizure for 13 hours and they couldn't do anything because they said it was going to cost like, thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds because she was in Newry. Um, the only way to get real treatment would be to get to Dublin. But they, they couldn't, for some reason, get an ambulance from Newry to Dublin. Um, they couldn't do the cross-border thing. So I had to lift Justine out of the hospital in my arms, put her in the back of the car and drive straight to Dublin, up Jesus. to Bowman. Um, Yeah. And they basically just did all their tests and what have you and says, this is what you have. It's a, it's a brain disorder. It just basically means that our brain isn't firing properly. Do you know, it's not yeah. sending the correct signals. Mm-hmm. Um, she she uses crutches now 
uh, and we're led to believe that this is now a lifelong disorder. So, okay. um, where she, she can, you know, she could be fine, but she still uses her crutches, but then she could just com- come to a complete stop and can't move. Yeah, it, it so, just hits, is it, Peter? Like, it's, it just, it's, there's no yeah. warning sign in a sense. It can just literally come on. Yeah. Like, Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. At the start, you know, it's a life-changing thing, and you're thinking, like, how do I notice this? Is there any signs? Is there, is there something I should be looking out for? Yeah. And you just don't know. But then over time, over the past year or two, you, you pick up on wee signs of what's happening. If she's not having a good day or if you notice a seizure coming on or something, you know, then you try and get her in a safe place and lying down or something, you know, yeah. just to make sure she's okay, she won't harm herself. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a life-changing thing. And to be fair, yeah, she's, she's absolutely flying, but she's taking it on the chin, you know, she's, yeah. She tells me it's never going to beat me. It's, I'm going to be sure. Did you see? You knew Justine. She was always going about in her high heels and her dresses and this <laughs> that, and the next thing. She was. Yeah. And, <laughs> and to be fair, I, I, think, I think that's what I think that's, that's what caught my eye. Yeah, as well, that's what caught my eye. But to be fair, she's she says I'm not going to give up until I can uh, get back out in my high heels and all the rest. And, and fair play, her. you know, we built we got a gym in the house. Well. We put bits of equipment in the house yeah. for her so that she doesn't feel mm-hmm. under any pressure when she goes outside or, or she feels if anybody's looking at her, you know, so she can do her, her rehab at home. Um, and as well as we are um, doctors and that up in Beaumont. Um, but obviously, there hasn't been that much treatment as of yet because of all this COVID. So, so, do you think obviously yeah. they're being back kind of in Dundalk in a sense, um, just comfort wise and like everything, like th- that it's a lot kind of better for her in a sense um, just for how it'll help make her, self, her feel herself sorry I would say so because like as I say to you I'm getting to spend time in my own house yeah. now yeah. and when I think of it Justine didn't even get to spend any time in her own house because if I was away like I would be just for instance if I was going up to Derry like I'd be leaving um, my house at 5 o'clock in the morning to go up to Derry for training so I'd have to drop Justine into her mum's. Yeah. You know, because she couldn't be left on her own. So yeah, then yeah. I'd yeah. have to go up to Derry uh, until my next day off, come back home, go to Justine's mum's house, collect her, and then we could come out and maybe spend one night in her own house and then we'd have to repeat it again. You know, yeah, so we so- never actually get a good run at being in her own house. Whereas now, you know, she can do what she wants, she can come and go as she pleases. I'm here all the time and it's just great. It's a bit of stability now, you know, for her. Well, I never knew what FND was, okay? Kev obviously had told me this, okay? So I said this to Kev, right, as yeah, yeah. an idea, okay? Which was for, now, I don't know if there is anything local or if you can give me any hints or tips on this, right? Well, we're yeah. going to do, right? Every game yeah. you play this season where you keep a clean sheet, we're going to donate okay. to any charity, Right now, if it's something that can be, well, I don't want to sound stupid here, FND related, if you know what I mean, okay. um, yeah, then we'll do that. Okay, oh, wow. Now, wow. we'll keep in contact, right? So, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they, 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 I'd love this to be something that in oh, god, love it in a few months' time, if we're still doing this, you know what I mean, that we can bring you back onto the show when you're sitting top of the league, and you know what I mean, you yeah. basically ended any money we ever had because you kept a million clean sheets. Um, but <laughs> I want us to do that as a show and just as human beings, I want us that we're going to donate something. Now, I'm not going to say it's a million quid. It's not going to be a massive no. amount of money. Wow. But 
I want us to do that. So we don't have the mention right now, but we'll talk about it. If there's yeah. somewhere in particular or somewhere that had minded Justine or whatever it is, yeah. let us know and yeah. we're going to do a donation thing. Every time you keep a clean sheet this season, which I hope okay. is literally every time you, you walk on the pitch. I hope so, guys. That's unbelievable. What a gesture that is from you. That's unbelievable. I really That's appreciate the, that. The least much so it is Justine obviously goes way back with Kev, not the way he wanted, obviously, but way back. Well, yeah, right? Right? Right. 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 I'm not going to lie, there could be a few questions getting asked to Justine when I got off this phone. <laughs> <laughs> she won't even remember Pickle. I'm sure. Well, no, everybody remembers just the name Pickle, but no, she won't remember Pickle, but definitely she'll remember Kev. So she'll be, no, look, that's, that's the least we can do. We're going to do that for you, okay? Um, just as I really a, appreciate that. Just as a gesture. Um, so it is but, um, thanks very Kev, much Kev have you any other fangirl questions apart from looking gloves yeah. off him no yeah <laughs> back on back on the back on the football itself like you, we all know what it's like players come back to them dockers and on different teams yeah. Peter and usually you get the height of abuse you know what I mean they really oh, yeah. do get the height of abuse especially especially Shamrock Rover fans but I don't think it was very much aimed at you Peter from what I remember I think it was usually quite Civil enough when you come back because I don't think like, you didn't leave on bad terms. There was no like you didn't you didn't head to Shamrock Rovers. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You didn't head to even the likes of Drada. Like I think it was quite from what I remember. I think it was quite well, tame from, <laughs> compared to what the usually yeah, is. Yeah, well, lads, I'm going to put this out here straight away. Uh, th- on me leaving, I'm just going to let you know that was through no choice of my own. So right. I'll just leave that one with these because yeah. I know. When I come back to Ireland, I'd heard it was in papers that it was my choice and I wanted to leave or I wanted to go home or whatever. I've heard that many stories. But I'm just, want to set the record straight, it was no choice of my own. Cool. Yeah. Um, as, as nice of you to get that out there. For yeah, your, you know what I mean? Like. Because it's always, it's always something I get asked and why did you leave and why this and why that? And I try and set them straight. I didn't leave. It was no, it wasn't my choice to leave. You know, so if people are listening to this, then they'll know that it wasn't my choice. Um, but as far you, as going back to the... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, say, for example, right, that didn't happen, right? Could you have saw yourself then from 2014 to now, for argument's sake, having never left? As in, if you could have kept signing a contract and signing a contract and signing a contract, would you yourself have been happy staying right yeah. where you were? Yeah, pretty much. That, that yeah. says a lot. Yeah, that says it all. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut across you. No. Uh, but sorry, as far as um, going back to the dock and getting abuse or anything like, that, like my first game back in Ireland, I think was against the dock for Bray, and it was mm. in Oriel Park, and all the fans started singing my name. Brilliant. And I, to be to be honest, I actually had a lump in my throat, and I, I spoke to yeah. Justine after, and I told her that because it's unbelievable. Because I thought I was going to get some abuse in this, and why did you leave, and this, that, and the next thing, but. The fans were absolutely unbelievable. Obviously, you're going to get some people that stand behind the goals, give oh, you wee bits pieces, yeah. you know. Yeah. But that's probably just to put you off your game or whatever. But that's part and parcel of the game. Like, like, like our songs weren't the greatest, Peter. It was just Super Peter Cherry. That's, that's, as, that's as far as it really went <laughs> for, you, for you, Peter. It was just Super enough. Peter Cherry. Plenty of footballers don't get any songs wrote about them, so they don't Correct. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, so they don't say. Ah, oh, that's class, though, so what they say. Um, Kev, are we happy out? Don't do the random shit, Peter. Don't ask him to read that. <laughs> right, so random every week now. on the show, Peter, we normally have just because we talk random shit basically on the show every single oh. week, right? Last okay. week's show, we did something random, right? Which was, what was your favourite Christmas toy as a child? 
<laughs> that's the I type of up. that's the type of people you're talking to. That that <laughs> is literally the crap that we come up with. Uh, that's high level. That's high level. Toy as a child. Uh, oh, wow. Now I'm on the spot. Uh, I really don't know. It's, you know what? It's probably going to be like a new pair of football boots or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that was that's all I ever got. Yeah. Football boots and balls. That's the goalie gloves. That that was it. That yeah. was all I ever got. That's all I ever wanted. So it's probably probably something like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll always have random things. Um, that was the random one that we had last week. Uh, this week we're kind of talking about school days and stuff like that, so we are. Um, which, of course, is great fun to talk about now, uh, many years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what they say. But no, uh, thanks so much for coming on, Peter. Thanks for it's having been... me, guys. And I'm sorry it took so long. No, yeah, no. It's, it, it, it's been an honour having you on. It really has. I've absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, Peter, best of luck with this season. Uh, it is great to have you on the show. Peter, Super Peter Cherry on the show. Jesus Christ, I can't believe it happened. <laughs> uh, that's, that's really... Uh, that's, that's really right. It, Look, right Camille, if you want to tell any of the lads to come on, right, I'll even do something else, right? Kev will hate me okay. for this, right? You get somebody else on it. Say it's like... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Kev, give me... Give me about your favourite striker, Kev, at the minute. Don't say the obvious. Oh, we, oh, for God's sake. Oh, we have to have. If right. we're going to get something, okay. we have to so have. Say Hoban comes on, right? If he scores right. a goal, we donate money as well. Right. right. <laughs> you know, so long we get straight oh, yeah. Hoban tomorrow. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing the interview tomorrow. We'll pick a centre half and pick a. Garth is too busy. Garth is already doing other podcasts and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like so um I'll tell you what, if Shieldsy comes on and he bangs in a goal, um that doesn't happen too often, but yeah. when it does I was just going to say you're asking a lot there. I know, that's it. And th- I'm just trying to get any given money now after all the clean sheets that you're gonna be uh, having. Uh, so yeah, but no, but seriously look best of luck for the rest of the uh, or not the rest hasn't even started yet but best of luck for the season okay thank you guys gen- genuinely Peter, thank you so much for coming on to us it means a massive amount to Kevin and it definitely means a lot to me mate <laughs> no, thanks for having, guys, for having me no matter I, say, I hope this podcast just goes to strength to strength I really do fingers crossed thanks Peter thanks Peter so Kev we're just after interviewing Mr Peter Cherry what do you have to say about that? That was class. That was, that was class. Cool. I enjoyed that. Uh, You're a fan. He knows his... fan. What? You're a big fan, Kev. A big fan. I was always a big fan of Peter. Yeah. Always a big fan. And I nearly stopped following Dundalk as much as I did when Peter left because he got a bit bored with Dundalk, kept winning. <laughs> but I think we have to I know we said it to him and all this but like man like what a what an awesome guest to have on Kev so early on this unknown road <laughs> that we're currently driving down um, a, bump, a bumpy that, road it's a bumpy what did I call it the umpty bumpty road yeah so it is like but I know that was class Kev like I know you got all fan girly like of course you did you, you I went fan girly I, before you we did. went live, guys, before we went live, Peter, I kind of did go fangirl on him, so I held yeah. it together most of the interview, but yeah. No, you did, man. I have to give you huge credit, but no, that, that was class, but it really was, and uh, I, look, and hopefully, we well, obviously, we will stay in contact. Uh, we said that during the interview as well, um, and obviously, we wish himself and the rest of the boys the best of luck uh, with the season. Um, Kev, what on, time dog. of the show? Come on, dog. Come on, Fuck Come on, Rovers. Fuck yeah. Rovers. 
Come on to town, hey. Uh, right, Kev, go on, you do it. What time of the show is it? It is question time. Deadly. I shall ask you first this week, yeah? I think this week is kind of just a normal question time. It's nothing, nothing too vulgar, no, nothing uh, too wild. Yeah, because this is yeah, I'm I'm putting in this as something that I actually wanted to ask you about anyway. So I'm putting it in as a question time one, Kev. You mentioned, uh, oh God, a few weeks ago to Anto that on the interview that you were doing a cold a cold water or cold shower challenge thing, and um, yeah, that was a few weeks ago. So my simple question is, what's the crack with it? Um, Tell us about it, basically. I don't mean you standing in the shower. Tell us the point of it and stuff like that. I'm following this fellow called Vim Hoff. So it's the Vim Hoff method. Okay, so it's all about breathing and how you breathe through your stomach and uh, deep breathing. And then you kind of do your breathing before you get into your shower. So it started off with a 30 30 second, 30 second shower. (laughs) That's how he says it, yeah. Pretty much. yeah, he he he's, he kind of lives on ice. He's called the ice man, so he's always in cold baths, like ice ice baths, like minus degrees and so on. So it's, it's my plan oh, is God. to build up to it. So first of all, is cold water method is is a shower. So it's a thirty second for five days, one week. You walk, you progress to the week after. It's sixty seconds, then a minute and a half, then two minutes. So at the minute I'm on two minutes. I've done two days at two minutes. So after this is up, then it's going to be a two-minute cold bath challenge, which is going to be even harder again. And then I'll introduce ice more as we go on. But, but of course, it's still about your breathing. It's all about breathing. Yeah. So the panic of the cold water doesn't set in. So that's the that's the aim of the game, is just to try so, to get the breathing. Well, a quick question then about the question, right? So how are you feeling, in a sense, now? We're doing it this this far into it. How are you feeling oh, doing great. it? If you the, two, the, the two minutes is really good because you, your body starts getting used to it and you're breathing, you're just concentrating on your breathing so your body kind of just gets used to it. It nearly feels starting to feel warm after a minute and a half. Hmm. Uh, now, I don't know what it's going to feel like when it goes into a bath, uh, but we cross that bridge when we get to it. But yeah, it's really good. It's actually kind of... Yeah. When that, yeah, and then, so you get in, you do your breathing, you have your shower, you come out, and you go into this called a horse stance, okay? So you, it's like you're sat on a horse, and you kind of go all, what would you call it? Caveman kind of mm. noises you make and yeah. arm movements. It's a bit, it's a bit mad, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, lucky. It's sometimes the strangest things in life are a bit mad, like, you know what I mean? you got to give it a go. But no, that's... That's class. Amy wants to find it any more info. For the first time ever, Kevin, I don't think we've actually given out all the usual stuff. Remember, guys, you can get us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Kevin Pickle Show, uh, email the Kevin Pickle Show at gmail.com. Uh, this this whole episode has been just, we're giddy after doing the interview, Kev. Um, so, <laughs> so we are, like, you know what I mean? You're giddy before and then you're giddy after doing it. So, But yeah, no, that's cool, Kev. That, that is awesome, man. But yeah, Vim Hoff, if you can follow him on Instagram, he's on Instagram and he's got a, this kind of app that he, you get free stuff on it as well. So it's Vim Hoff. There you go, Kev. There you go. You gave Vim Hoff a shout out. Good man. Fair play. What have you Pickle, got for me? My question. Now, this is kind of n- not as bad as it usually is, but me and you have shared a bed. Isn't that correct? <laughs> yeah. Uh, on so I several occasions, several times. So I want to know who is the better little spoon, me or Avril? Oh, I have to say the wife, Kev. Um, of course I do, because uh, if I don't, it'll end my marriage 
whereas I don't think it'll end our friendship by me not seeing you. Um, look, if that was, this is going to sound even worse now. There's always drink hide when that happens, Kev, right? Like, you don't know where you're rolling in a bed when you're drunk. And, like, we've only ever had to do this because we've ended up in, not, I don't mean ended up in, it's where we intentionally ended up in a hotel. I mean, when we go away on trips. Yeah, there's always double beds. Um, well, no, hang so, on a second. There was one yeah, time. No, there wasn't, Kev. No, there wasn't. Again, no, there was no, one time. <laughs> and I was asleep, guys. I was asleep in bed, okay? And there were single beds. And I woke up. And Pickle had pushed the bed against my bed and was, I, I was being the little spoon. Well, I can't even, I, I don't even know what um, I was going to say. Well, a, a double bed's better than a single bed. You, I think you, you, must, fall, you, must have, you must have felt cold, maybe. That's what it was. I'm not the one that sleeps naked. You are, right? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're the one that pushed the bed against me <laughs> to sleep beside me naked. Wow, this went weird this episode man and like and we went this whole episode with if i can remember right nothing too filthy nothing too bad until right now but it's nothing too bad it's like it's just, no, it's it's just not. cuddling like, yeah, I it's, never not like, give you, it's not like i can give you a hand job no and it's not like you turn around and we start shifting each other or something like that like, you know what i mean like so no, let's let's end it on that. That yeah, I don't even know what the question was. Oh yeah, it was yeah. So Avril, oh yeah, I'm going, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with my loving and beautiful wife on this answer, Kev. Well, Without a shadow of a doubt. Sorry, man. I hope we, I hope we can stay friends. Hope this doesn't ruin this the podcast. This is the, the eighth and last episode. <laughs> and we always wanted to get to ten. Oh man, we're so close. Uh, Kev, we are as always coming towards the end of the show. The end of the show. The end of the show. Show. The end of the show show. Aunt Dan Dick, who was you couldn't bear it, Kev. Um this has been a good episode though, Kev. I've like I've enjoyed and this is just because of the interview. I just I'm fucking still giddy. Um I don't even remember anything we talked about before we talked to Peter. No. Um, not a clue. I really don't just but that's what usually happens in the episodes that I find. You kinda just I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, it kinda just flows and I kind of say stuff that I don't mean to say, but ah oh, fuck. Yeah, like giving me a hand job and stuff like that. Yeah, he wouldn't only yeah. mean to say stuff like that. Yeah. Um, right, but look at um right, so we had a competition last week, obviously, Kev. Um we did. Which was for what? The pain <laughs> store. The pain <laughs> store. Yes. Richie, Richie Richie the pain store, Richie Richie gave us a great voucher. Yep. Richie played to the two of them. Yeah, and Xiaomi and Matthews was the winner of that. We did the old um Facebook live on the wheel. Yeah, Saturday evening. So it'll be well. Obviously, this airs on a Sunday. So again, to confuse us like it did last week, this week's competition, which was uh, the Michael Lynch competition, Kevin. That right? Um, Hundred year voucher. So that's going to be on six o'clock yesterday when you're listening to this. Um, just to make it completely confusing, I don't know why I do this. I should probably do the competition a couple of days earlier so that we can actually like talk so, about the winner. So it was yesterday. So actually, when you're listening to this, guys, it was yesterday. So yesterday we would have named the winner. That's what I tried to say. Yeah. Exactly. Why do I make it so complicated? I mean, Kev, have we got one for next week? Next week? Yes, we do have one for next week. It was the and was it the advert pickle this week or was it? Yeah, I believe we did an ad this week at <laughs> some stage. Yeah, <laughs> some stage over. <laughs> it was good though. So who's, a, who's a four? Who's a four yeah. this week? Pickle? This day we have to say a big thanks to Jamie Witt. O'Hanrahan Electrical, who, of course, we did do the ad for. Uh, Jamie is throwing up a 50-year voucher 
Um, so he is for somebody to use, obviously. So same again. We'll throw the competition up Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it'll run through to the Friday. We'll throw it up on Facebook and Instagram. Um, serious numbers for the one that we're currently running, which is the Michael Lynch one. I mean, it's unbelievable, brilliant. unbelievable yeah. feedback. It's class, so it is. And just, like we always say, like I know we mentioned the start about the manscaping thing and all that kind of stuff. But look, we want as many people as possible to like the social media uh, pages. I know we throw up some random polls. We did a Mitchin one, and it was sixty forty for the yes, and you know sixty for the yes, forty for the no. Um, we did a Nepal Pearson one there today. Well, today, which was two days ago. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Nepal Pearsons. That's a lot of people don't like Nepal Pearsons. Kev, the weird thing is, oh, I was up to three, right? Well, at one stage it was a one, and the weird thing was that one was your brother, right. which is bizarre to say the least. But um, right, look, it, we'll call it a wrap. As we say every week, a huge thank you to everybody for listening in, for getting in contact with us, for entering the competitions. We hope you enjoyed this week's show. Big thanks again to Peter, obviously, for coming on, doing the interview, which we absolutely loved. Stay safe out there, folks. Try and look out for each other. Be kind, be positive as much as you can. And, of course, we'll see you next week. If you want to get in touch, again, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same. The Kevin Pickle Show. The email is thekevinpickleshow at gmail.com. Over to you, Kev. You were struggling there, Pickle. To remember all of all of that stuff, so guys. Yeah, share the show. That's all, folks.